Happy Sunday, everyone. Welcome to episode four of Real Talk Podcast with Denise and Aubrey. Today, we're going to be... Actually, I think the kind of umbrella term for today's episode is peer pressure, but we're not focusing on that. We're going to be talking mostly about FOMO and virginity, so buckle up. And we hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving and didn't miss last week's episode too much, but um, we're really excited for this episode and it should be fun. Yeah, I think... In, I don't know, just person. I don't know if it's personally or for everyone, but I feel like these two topics are very, mm-hmm. very relevant lately. So, if you don't know, FOMO <laughs> means fear of missing out, whether that be a party, a class that you miss because you're sick, or like, like just anything, any, honestly, that, anything that you're not there for. Yeah. Um, it's something that I think everyone feels at some point in their Definitely. life, and some people may feel it more than others, but I think it's something that, like, you shouldn't, you know, let get to you. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. it's, if there's something going on and you're like, God, like, my best friend, Becky, did not invite me to her birthday party, and Becky. she invited every other person, then that's something that, you know, I can totally, like, understand you getting down about and stuff. But it's also just a matter of communication, you know? Yeah, or if it's, like, a small gathering of people Mm -hmm. and you weren't there, like, okay, you Mm -hmm. weren't there, but so many other people also weren't there. Like, no hard feelings. Yeah, no, and it's, like, um, FOMO is something that is okay to feel in some um, circumstances, but in other circumstances it's kind of just a an overreaction in a way mm-hmm. um and I know a lot of people take like not being invited to something or missing out on something to heart but, but you shouldn't yeah mm-hmm. everyone is not like you know everyone can't be invited and it's just it's mm-hmm. how the cookie crumbles you know like I remember you know over our whole six month break I would see people's stories and stuff of them all like hanging out together and I was alone in Saudi Arabia and I would see like Denise and all the Edmonton girls in Edmonton <laughs> hanging out and a little bit of me was like oh like why wasn't I invited or like I wish no. I was there and then I was like Aubrey you're not even in the country yeah like calm down no I I get that feeling like all the time I'm like my friends in like the town Fort I used crack. to live in are like having a party and I'm like I can't believe they didn't invite me even though I live like eight hours away and there's no way I could like get there and I then I like turn on my like sad boy playlist right. and I'm like depressed and it's just like yeah. like why like why am I like having all these emotions that are like so like useless because mm-hmm. it's just like I can't help that I live in a different city than them and it's just like it's how it's gonna be and I feel like um if you are really um having FOMO a lot it can actually like affect your friend group rather that be like a three-person friend group or like a 20-person friend group if you're like that one person who's like ranting to someone else about how like whatever happened and you're missing out then it's really just gonna be like a toxic cycle Mm -hmm. you know and I feel like you know, like, of course, like, your friend's still gonna love you, but, like, they don't want to hear your rants, mm-hmm. like, 24-7, or, like, mm-hmm. dry your tears for the seventh day in a row about 
whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just different levels of sensitivity, but... Mm-hmm. And then you need to have a way to respond to it for um, both sides, being the person that is um, missing out or the person who caused them to Definitely. miss out. Because I feel like, I don't know, sometimes the person who... Like, maybe you didn't even exclude this person on purpose, Mm -hmm. but it just happened, you know. Mm -hmm. They weren't there. They weren't invited. And I feel like there is a little... Like, you don't feel always like you have responsibility, but I feel like you do a little bit. Like, it it doesn't Mm -hmm. hurt anyone to be like, hey, like, we weren't excluding you on purpose. Like, Mm -hmm. we just had to... I don't know. We could only have so many people or so many seats Mm -hmm. in the car whatever yeah and it's something like for example like me and Aubrey were part of what like a six or seven person friend group so if one person out of that friend group was not invited to go to a cute mill bay sushi date then I can understand them being like upset at us right, right. and then we would have to respond to that in a kind mm-hmm. way and figure out a way to you know say yeah. sorry or whatever but if someone who was like not in our friend group you know I don't know. Like in a different grade, we're like, oh my god, like, why was I not invited? It's like, that's something chill. Like, uh, you know, yeah, chill I'm, out. I feel like a lot of the times people use the excuse, like, oh, we didn't think you'd want to come, or like, we didn't mm-hmm. think you'd be allowed. That's. Just be honest. Yeah, like, just honesty it's gonna, is better than that. It's going to be so, like, just exhausting saying, like, we were at max capacity, or like, we just forgot. Like, just be brutal, like, brutally mm-hmm. honest, and be like, sorry, like, I just didn't really want to invite you and it might sound like harsh and like kind of rude at the time but you're just going to fall into this like cycle of just lying and just continuing continuing on with that honesty is the best policy and one there's this quote from the greatest showman that will always stick with me it's like the wife of that circus guy like What's his name? Like P.T. Barnum or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's his wife. And after they, like, burned down his circus or something, she was like, you don't need everyone to like you, just a few mm-hmm. good people. And I Aww. really like that. That's so cute. Right? Right? No, I like that. Yeah. You know, we're all going to have our fair shares of not going to a party or not, yeah, not being invited whatever. to whatever hangout. It's or... just how, like, you respond to it, you know? Don't mm-hmm. go ranting to other people, making a stupid post on your private story about how like you're always left out it's just something you're gonna have to you're not gonna be invited to every single party of the year Mm -hmm. or whatever and that's just how life is and everybody's gonna feel that like it's not Mm -hmm. only you you know yeah everybody i think that's important to say that everyone even the most popular person at school fear um feels fomo you know all the time and it just i don't know it's something you have to deal with And I feel like it starts even, like, with, like, six birthday parties and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. it starts very early, and it doesn't really stop until you're, like, dead. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. (laughs) Or you can't even remember. You you know, like, when you're in, like, I don't know, like, first grade or something, and it's, like, all the kids are playing Legos, but, like, you're stuck with, like, one Barbie doll, and you want to play Legos. Like, that's, like... FOMO at the age of what like three yeah so it's something you're probably gonna deal with for a really really long time Mm -hmm. (laughs) and birthday party Mm -hmm. invites were a big thing too like okay I think that the only events that you can actually be like extremely upset that you were not invited to is like funerals 
our weddings mm-hmm. of someone you're close with of yeah course. and what like maybe a birthday everything else it's just is like or maybe, yeah like out. an engagement party or something mm-hmm. i don't know oh yeah but like those oh or like baby shop baby Ooh, showers that's baby amazing. showers like big life events but oh, other yeah. smaller things is like stop yeah yeah true and i feel like it also makes the person who like is like um, the inviter the host yeah makes them feel like awkward and bad and just yeah, kind of shitty you know terrible. and like i don't think that was maybe it was their intention but probably the most times like it wasn't their intention exactly and then they like feel really bad and whatever so mm-hmm. and then you're both hurt and yeah it's just not so try not to take that. take it to heart mm-hmm. and you know if you want to talk about it to someone you know talk about it to your friend but don't whatever you do remember that like this person's your friend yeah be respectful and just don't bash talk them or whatever and the same goes for the person like Mm -hmm. being approached Mm -hmm. like just i don't know yeah be respectful yeah and just just be be honest honest, because then if it's gonna be like a cycle and they're like oh i wasn't invited to this party then halloween's party also was invited to and it's just gonna be like so yeah don't worry about it. Don't I don't worry. I Aubrey's been to parties. I have never actually been Denise to a party. Has, so if anyone wants to invite me, I'm just kidding. Denise, <laughs> You're not missing anything. Denise did Edmonton girl hangouts, but I wasn't <laughs> invited to. So we're even. So FOMO isn't only with. Oh wait. Like I guess FOMO mostly. I guess right now at our age mm-hmm. is tied to parties and stuff mm-hmm. which usually includes drinking drinking or some type of marijuana marijuana <laughs> um, or but, you know other things just yeah anything and i feel like no matter what you need to be okay with this the decision that you're going to make at that party or event or whatever and to not feel like pressured from Susie, who has taken eight shots of fireball, like, move at your own pace. And if you want to go to a party and you're like, yeah, I want to listen to music and be with my friends, but you don't want to drink, that needs to be okay with the people around you. Yeah. And I think, like, I don't know, personally, if there was one person who didn't want to drink, I'd be like, great, like, Mm -hmm. you can be taking care of everyone, Mm because I think there does always yeah. need to be at least like one mom or like one designated driver yeah. to keep everyone in check no for sure i think like if someone decides to come to your party but not participate in those things you shouldn't bash them or be like try to pressure them into that like that's their decision that's what they want to do and they have years and years to get to, crazy drunk illegal, and yeah. you know insane so i think you need to like respect that person's decision and like know that if you are that person like don't like feel bad or like worry about it because like i said like there's so much time to like do those things and Mm -hmm. just like move at your own pace if your pace is like nine shots of vodka that's your pace if your pace is like Like one like like half of a white claw sure that's fine right and you need to have friends that are okay with that and support you and are not gonna like pressure you to to do something that you're not comfortable with Mm -hmm. and what i actually really like is of all the people that i know and that i've you know engaged in those activities with 
there's always there's kind of been like at least one or two people who are like maybe i'm gonna hold off and nobody's ever been like oh like you suck like and like Mm -hmm. tried to force them to drink or anything they're just like Mm -hmm. oh okay great and those people who were drinking or doing whatever were like yeah like i'll like take care of you you know they would like hold everyone's hair back if they're puking and Mm -hmm. i think it's really good that at least i mean i know there's people who would try and force everyone to drink and stuff and like peer pressure them but if anything that's more alcohol for the rest of us and <laughs> someone to hold your hair back when you're puking so it it's a win-win yeah i think you like you also feel um fomo when you're you know at the party and you're just kind of like sitting on the couch and yeah. everyone is like i don't know puking their guts out or like working on the boys like you might feel like you're missing out on that but like are you really missing out on yeah. waking up feeling like Disgusting. actual crap like yeah not probably really. not so. so it's a balance it's, yeah it's balanced i think there'll be like 80 million parties for you to go to that you will mm-hmm. wake up feeling like crap from so don't take you know and there's a couple of people who I always, I never expected them to ever want to, like, drink, or there was one who was like, I'm sorry, like, I don't want to get high or anything, and I was like, that's fine, and I thought they never would, but, you know, six months goes by, a year goes by, and they're like, yeah, like, I'll try it on their own time, and I think that's growth, Mm -hmm. and nobody peer pressured them, and they made their own decision, so everybody, honestly, is just moving at their own pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's different, you know, so um, just be supportive of them and like their decision to do whatever they choose to do. But obviously, like if that gets out of hand, uh, you know, help them and comfort them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just be there for like their decision because not everyone wants to get wants to get crunk on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. yeah, especially when it comes to, like, some hardcore stuff. Um, but that's also just, like, who you choose to... Um, associate yeah, with. Yeah, associate with and just be friends with, so... Yeah, so just be wise, I mm-hmm. think, about your friend choices. And there's, there's always a good balance, right? Like, I think so. Aubrey likes to get shit-faced, and I like to help her, unco- like, recover oh from God. that, this so... This last weekend, I was... I actually have never gotten hungover in my life until, like, a week ago, and... She went on a three-day bender. Two-day. Oh, sorry. Denise made me a little hangover basket, and that was so cute. It had, like, food (laughs) and face masks and stuff. It was... And Gatorade. It was so cute. Yeah. If you ever hungover, call me, because I will never be hungover, (laughs) because... And she she also sent me an article called The 13 Best Hangover Foods, (laughs) just i really felt the love i'm here for you <laughs> yeah oh yeah um so when you like these experiences with like fomo and drinking and like everything, everything. that we've mentioned it really is kind of like an eye opener and makes you understand and realize who like your real friends are Absolutely. and like at the age that like me and aubrey are so that sounds so old but like know. you know you have like two like your whole kindergarten classrooms like is your friend now that you're like getting older it's like Oh, she's my friend. It's like, it's just, it's weird here too, because it's like, like your house. me and Aubrey are like we're friends, like we're friends, but like me and whoever we're friends, but it's like you know we help each other with homework, like it's a different mm-hmm. like relationship, but like 
through like these like hard experiences that you have to experience you know you figure out who like your real friends are you know like just certain like gestures that they do and stuff to like either help you or make your life harder Harder. Mm -hmm. and I think you know it's good to go through those things and to figure out like who your actual friends are because now I know that like if I need like someone like do or die I know like who I need to go to you know call on and and it's just like I said the way the cookie crumbles but I think it's better to have like four real friends than like 15 kind of fakish friends that you don't really Mm -hmm. and I feel like it also like all the FOMO and stuff and like Like, at home, I've had experiences with people being like, why didn't you invite me? Mm -hmm. Like, why wasn't I there? And then they'd be like, well, can I come next time and stuff? And it's like, I don't know. You just see people's real maturity levels, too. And you're like, wow, this is who you really are. Mm -hmm. And I've seen, like, my um, so many experiences of like arguments and stuff just like completely tear apart like a friendship so if it's not like something that is really really bothering you maybe decide like hey I'm not gonna pick a fight with her you know there's love and there's respect and I'm just gonna leave it at that you know like we have our differences but Mm -hmm. like just I don't know I really strain Mm -hmm. every fight like strains yeah it makes it like worse and worse so if it's not really too crucial and like really really bothering you maybe choose to just let it go Mm -hmm. and yeah all these you know things really just it's funny how like a hardship makes you realize like who's like your real friends and like who you like actually love but I think it's really necessary because then you would just have a lot of fake friends. Mm-hmm. But Aubrey knows I'm here for her, and I think I'm all my friends know here I'm also for here for Denise. them. So let your friends know that you're there for them because yeah. maybe they don't know. And I just I don't want to give away too much, and I don't want anyone to copy <laughs> me. But we had a writing assignment for Lang, and you could write like a narrative, and then there was like a lesson at the end. And I didn't, it wasn't a personal narrative, but I used, like, a situation that my cousin was in with one of her, well, it was with her boyfriend, but, like, this applies to friends, too. And the lesson in the end was, like, sometimes the people who are holding you back is the person you thought was, like, always supporting you. So some, Mm -hmm. I don't know, you just have to, I feel like it's, like, experiences like this Mm -hmm. and bigger things, of course, that just let you know who's real Mm -hmm. and who's not. Yeah. And, like... When when I came to, like, boarding school, I was, like, I had, like, all these friends, and I came from a really small town that just, like, parties, and kids are just wild, right? And then I came here, and looking back on, like, like on their life, obviously I'm not, like, they're druggies, and they suck, and whatever, but it's just kind of, like, it's different, right? And mm-hmm. it's, like, I love my friends there, and I love my friends here, but I know, like, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't they mix. wouldn't mix or anything like that. But, yeah, it's really important to just, you know, know who your real friends are. Yeah. Discuss what needs to be discussed. Yeah. Um, it was, I'm in a very different situation from Denise. Like, in the town where I live, everybody, after grade eight, everybody just leaves for boarding school or they go to a different high school somewhere else because there's no, like, high schools in the town where I grew up. And my whole friend group 
in grade eight was like like we were all friends we all loved each other but everybody was on such different levels like there were mm-hmm. some who was like I've never drank before I'll never touch like a babe like I'll, I've never kissed a guy before mm-hmm. and then there was one who lost her virginity like very early and she'd already gotten high and she drank a lot and then there was one who was like trying to like figure like out her sexuality and stuff so we were all just very different and I think it's really cool how you know we stayed friends and we still like have a group chat and we talk to this day Mm -hmm. and everybody when they went their separate ways for boarding school we're all actually like exactly on the same wavelength right now and it's just (laughs) it's really interesting so yeah that's another thing just everybody moves at their own pace and Mm -hmm. speaking of which our next topic virginity the v card (laughs) yeah the v card (laughs) cherry popping craziness um as you can see i'm an expert denise is a total (laughs) not virgin (laughs) um so I don't know who's listening to this. Me but neither. Most Hi, of mom. I feel <laughs> most of the people who listen to this are like you know our age, teenagers, oh, crazy yeah. crazy kids. Um, <laughs> but I feel like it is mutual that it's all kind of getting to that spot in people's if you lives. Already. If you haven't already, where you're getting frisky with your partner and your I'm so good at this topic (laughs) I'm gonna hand it over to Aubrey (laughs) um no I feel like this is another thing moving at your own pace like I know people who lost their virginity in like grade seven I know people who have hung out with multiple people like dated people and never even kissed them Mm. So which and to this day have never been kissed. So mm-hmm. I feel like we're like I don't know when everyone's twelve, everyone's a virgin. I hope mm. <laughs> ten, everyone's <laughs> a virgin. Um, but then and then when you're all like in your thirties, forties, everyone's married. Nobody's a virgin. Anymore. Very high percentage is not a virgin, right? But we're like in this in between age where like some people have never had their first kiss. And other people are out, like, getting caught, I don't know, in the woods, like, hooking up. So, it's an interesting time. Because, you know, one night, someone could come back after signing and be like, oh my god, I had my first kiss. And someone else can come back and be like, I think I need a plan B. Like, (laughs) we're just at this crazy There's, like, I think there's, like, a very, like broad spectrum and you know who is who yes i'm on like the end like the the beginning of that <laughs> spectrum so i feel like i give like a very different um like advice on this but i would say no matter who you are no matter where you are if you're listening to this know that when you decide to make that decision share your body you know think about it make sure you're making a decision that you're not going to regret like the next day or something and do it with someone that obviously you know you see in like movies or like your parents are like do it with someone like you love and that's kind of like something far-fetched to ask of a 16 year old who's Mm -hmm. like just has a 
a horny whatever yeah just do it with someone that is going to respect you and just do it safely everybody you know Please. there's many Use ways condoms birth control whatever you choose to do oh, just penis sticker <laughs> a sock <laughs> um yeah just be safe and be um conscious i don't know it's conscious shawnigan is shawnigan you're not really supposed to be like doing doing these things but obviously teenagers are teenagers and obviously they're doing it but just please do it with someone that you're gonna just i don't know it's something that you both need to enjoy i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just do it with someone that you're it respects that you, you yeah. and is kind. And you respect. And obviously you're attracted to. Otherwise, mm-hmm. actually, okay, on a more serious note, I'm going to share a personal story. Oh, no. So about, <laughs> mm, that's a, I don't know when. I'm going to say about a year ago, my mom, God bless her, very traditional Asian woman, sat me down. And she's like, Aubrey, I don't know how far you've gone with a guy. I don't want to know. But she's like, I just hope that... Well, she knew I was a virgin. But she didn't know what else I did. And she's like, I just want you to know, like, when... Like, I don't want you to rush into losing your virginity. And she was like, I just hope that when you do it for the first time, it's with someone who you love and who you're going to love for a very long time and she's like and if that means you're waiting for marriage then maybe mm-hmm. you're waiting for marriage and I was just like okay okay but at that time I actually was feeling FOMO of still being a virgin I was like everybody mm-hmm. else is out here like losing it and I'm and I was like and I'm still a fucking virgin and I really wanted to change that and I didn't have a boyfriend or anything at the time and I was just trying to find the first person who would fuck me and get it over with and that was really unhealthy and I was talking about it with someone who I love very much um not like that like not like someone I was gonna lose my virgin like a friend (laughs) (laughs) like a friend and she was like Aubrey I was the same as you like I just wanted to get it over with so I did find the first guy who was willing to fuck me and I like we tried and it was like so awful and she's like and I kept telling him to stop and he like it took several tries for him to stop and it was really traumatizing for me and she's like and I'd never tried again with anyone else for a long time and that actually really scared me and it made me realize like it's not the end of the world if you're still Mm -hmm. a virgin like it's really not Mm -hmm. nobody actually cares Mm -hmm. until you're like 40 and still a virgin but yeah, so that's just, I wanted to share that with all of you. That was touching. Thank you. Uh, if you, like, if you know me, or if you know Aubrey, I say constantly that I am going to be a virgin until it comes to the point where I want a baby, and I'm going to have to get some random sperm put inside of me, because I'm, like, on the opposite, like, I've done, I've done, I've done my fair share. Oh, yes, she Hugging, has. holding hands, you know. My rice purity score is a solid 89. And am I embarrassed of that? No. It's, it's just... It's honestly better, I think. It's it's who I am, and I'm, like, fine with that. And I know that, like, the people around me, they're 
getting frisky and like doing whatever and mm. I'm happy for them and I'm you know if they're doing it with you know good Someone people they love. I'm super happy for them but I personally don't have that like um desire to I also don't like no guys hit me up so I just don't mm. have that outlet outlet but I also just am not really like let's do the deed you know yeah which she is wasn't like me. which is maybe something weird about me but it's, but it's just also fine because we're fine. all moving at our own pace yeah which i think that is the moral of the story for today is when mm-hmm. it comes to like drinking and stuff or like going to parties anything. or doing whatever losing your virginity honestly anything Except, like, maybe, like, school, you know? Yes. Move at your own own pace. pace. And do not compare your pace to someone else's pace, Mm. because everyone's pace is going to be different, and it's just... And eventually, it'll all kind of sync up. Yeah, and... But, yeah, like, there's people who... I don't know. They go to college, they graduate at 22, and then suddenly they're like, shit, I can't find a job. Mm -hmm. And then... Where am I going with this? Oh, they can't find, they're, like, unemployed, and then there's someone who never went to college because they needed to work, and then they go at 30, and then they have a great job, and then by 41 is still not doing great, but the one, you know, who started a little later has a great job, so it's all, it's mm-hmm. all relative, you yeah. know? Life will move on mm-hmm. the way... Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, everything's gonna just fall into place, so if you're, like... Right now, like someone I know who has like a 99 rice purity score, do not freak out because you have so long you. to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have so long to do whatever you want to do or do nothing. Yeah, you know, it's in all that your field. Just whenever, whatever choice you make, make sure it's a choice that you are gonna not regret and just make sure you're in like a loved environment, you know? And you're happy. The boys at the school, they're not. I, I can't even tell you one single boy that I think is, like, king-worthy or anything. But I can tell you many, but I'm not going to name names because they're going to get a Name one. I want to see. I love Bryn Samuel. Oh, my God. I love... He knows I love him. We're, he's great. He's king material. Oh, yes. King material. He deserves a crown. <laughs> yeah, so make sure you are using protection... In any way that uh, suits you and make sure you're happy and both people are kind and respected and uh, oh also one point to mention do not like I feel like I don't know is it something to brag about I feel like it's not oh, maybe it's you do not. I don't know I don't think it it's is it's kind of like not it's more classy of a, yeah it's a private thing right so like if so and so were to go and lose their virginity and I don't know them, that's not something that I would hear. Like, I would love to hear. Like, if, you know, Aubrey went yeah. out and did it, I would love to hear that because, like, she's like one of my yeah. closest friends and that's something I feel like she would tell me, but she wouldn't go and tell, like, half of her man during class. You know, it's just there's keep it kind of private. Yeah, there's a difference between, like, bragging and just, like, telling people what yeah. happened, you know? Very. Yeah. Not even a fine line. It's a pretty thick line, but... It's pretty you know, thick. You can't be like, I'm not a virgin, and you are. Like, you fucking mm-hmm. suck. Yeah. Like, just, I don't know. There's just a difference, and mm-hmm. have some class. But... Mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah so. I think that's all for today. If yeah. you take away anything, it's just, you know, move at your own pace. Don't mm-hmm. compare yourself to others. Like I always say, be kind to mm-hmm. one another. Have courage and be kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what is that? Oh, that's from the live action Cinderella. <laughs> You're such a nerd. <laughs> Anyways, love you guys. We love you guys. We'll see you next Sunday. Bye. Bye.